Principal Matters Podcast, episode 257. Hi, friends. This is Will Parker, host of Principal Matters, the school leaders podcast, where each week I bring you inspiring, innovative, and imaginative ideas for your own school leadership. This week, I want to talk about leading with soul for the new school year. Seven years ago, my son Jack was diagnosed with a rare disease, Kawasaki, which causes an inflammation of blood cells in young children. And if untreated, it leads to heart damage or it can be fatal. And Jack was hospitalized for two weeks. And during that time, my wife and I sat many days watching medical teams work to bring down his fever, to provide care, and to save his life. His doctors and nurses and technicians, even those who cleaned his room, each played an important role, and they did so with an amazing amount of compassion. And even after we brought Jack home from the hospital, he told us how much he missed those who gave him such incredible care. I've been thinking about that story as I think about the beginning of a new school year, because the lessons that we learned from watching that medical team reminded me of my school. At the time, I was a high school principal, and and I was struck by the lessons that I saw happening in that hospital setting that reminded me of the common traits I saw in strong education professionals. Number one, Jack's hospital staff were all from diverse backgrounds, and yet they shared a common goal of saving my son. Two, each of them knew their roles and executed them well. And three, they were each committed to sound professional practice coupled with compassionate care. You recognize those qualities because when you see great teams, including great education teams, you know that they possess a lot of those same traits. In last school year, in 2021, we saw those kinds of traits come out across the globe as educators pivoted to try to provide students with the best education options possible in the midst of a global pandemic. But they came with challenges. And as I think back to the challenges of 2021, and as I've spoken to educators here in my state and across the globe, I've heard several common themes in the difficulties that everyone was managing. One, educators taught hard, but they were exhausted by constant change and high demands. Two, educators experienced decision fatigue, having to refocus, repivot, make new decisions, almost sometimes on a daily basis. Three, educators felt like their own credibility was being questioned. For many of them, for the first time in their careers, questioned to the point of considering resignation. And four, educators felt like instructional outcomes often took a backseat to all the other concerns that were happening with safety. This doesn't mean that educators did not accomplish their missions because kids received amazing care and educational opportunities here across the U.S. and across the world, but they came with challenge. So what are the lessons 
that we learned from last year that we can keep in mind, even as we're facing new challenges, even as we're looking at a new school year that now is bringing back some memories of last year with the rises of the Delta variant and other challenges that we have not seen the end of yet. Well, here are some things to keep in mind moving forward. One, you are resilient and you can do hard things. I'm just so amazed at what I have seen from students, teachers, and communities and their abilities to still accomplish the goal of learning, even in the midst of uncertainties. So keep in mind, you can do hard things. Two, relationships still matter more than ever. Just like those investments in trust and dependability and patience and humility and care and giving others the benefit of the doubt they've worked before, they're going to continue to work in these situations too. Be committed to the long term in your relationships, not the short term, but the long term. And the long term requires us to still stay committed to those relationships, being truthful, but staying humble. Number three, Strong instructional practices still transcend time and place. When you think back to last year and some of the greatest outcomes that you saw with students and with teachers, what you often saw was those same incredible instructional practices being transitioned to other settings, whether that's virtual or in smaller groups or over extended times or even into summer breaks. But those strong instructional practices don't stop because of time and place. So stay committed to strong pedagogy. Stay committed to strong researched best practices. And number four, teachers and students still deserve strong leaders. There's no way for schools to be successful unless they have the supports that they need. And when you look at the the research on the greatest single outcome in a school that determines the success of students, it's the quality of their teacher and the second greatest out the second greatest determinant of that outcome in a school is their leaders is their principal so teachers and students need strong leaders so those of you that are listening to this conversation right now education leaders assistant principals principals directors those of you that are involved in education leadership even teachers who play that role as an, as the instructional leader in their classroom your students still need your leadership in order to accomplish their goals. So as you face a new school year, it may not be with the same kind of optimism that you normally feel. Um, The variants of the pandemic, unvaccinated populations are complicating the first days of school. But as I've listened to educators struggle with how to approach another school year that's still involving uncertainty, I wanna give you the gift of a book I just recently read And that is a book by Tony Dungy called The Soul of a Team, A Modern Day Fable for Winning Teamwork. Because in this book, Tony Dungy unpacks what I believe are the essential elements of leading through any kind of time, any kind of uncertainty, and especially when you're trying to lead to the point of of helping others succeed. You know, Tony Dungy led the Indianapolis Colts to the Super Bowl victory in 2007. He was the first African-American head coach to do that, and he became the first head coach to lead his teams to the playoffs for 10 consecutive years. So he understands leadership, and he understands how to motivate great teams. And in his book, The Soul of a Team, he uses the story of a fictional football team to illustrate the pitfalls of poor teams and the practices of strong ones. And he uses the word soul, S-O-U-L, as an acronym 
for four attributes of strong teams, and these include the following. One, selflessness. Dungey reminds us that strong teams are made up of individuals who are looking out for the betterment of others. They're willing to sacrifice their own interests to invest the time necessary for growth, to compromise when necessary for the common good of everyone. Two, the O, ownership. In a field that's obsessed with superstars like NFL football, Dungey reminds us that teams are made up of people who each know their roles and responsibilities and execute them faithfully. And that applies in our work too. Not everyone can be the quarterback, or in our case, not everyone can be fill in the gap, the teacher, the counselor, the principal. But the person who knows their role and does it well is looking out for the success of everyone else on the team too. Everyone finds success when each person plays their roles faithfully. Number three, the you, unity. Even more important than winning is the commitment to relationships with those on our teams. This means everyone is committed to the common goal that unifies us around the outcomes that we're looking toward together, regardless of differences of opinions and backgrounds or positions. And in education, that unifying theme is how do we work together for the betterment of children? How do we make sure that the outcomes of these children are providing them with the best opportunities to become our future leaders? And number four, the L in soul is larger purpose. Dungy reminds us that great teams care more about their communities and their fans and each other than they do about the game itself. And this larger purpose may look a little different for each person, but when we see the greater meaning in our work, then we perform with mission, knowing that we are making a difference by inspiring or motivating or helping or serving others. So let's wrap this up. When I think back to my son's own hospitalization seven years ago, I'm thankful that he is now a healthy 15-year-old high school sophomore. He is the product of a team of medical professionals who cared for him with selflessness, ownership, unity, and larger purpose. But he's also the product of educators who have invested in him with selflessness, ownership, unity, and larger purpose. And as you face the exciting and overwhelming prospect of a new school year, will you remember that you are not alone? Your students, your teachers, your communities, they benefit from your commitment as an education professional to lead and serve with soul. So now it's your turn. How would you define your larger purpose as you think about this new school year? Even with the challenges that may be ahead of you this new year, how can you stay unified around that common mission? Because what you do matters. Well, friends, that's this week's episode. I wanted to make it short and sweet and give you something that I hope you can take with you in the days ahead as you're working with teachers and students to begin a great school year. You can connect with all my resources if you would like other free resources for school leaders at my website at williamdparker.com. If you're interested in a mastermind opportunity to connect with other leaders throughout the school year for book studies and shared collaborative ideas and and finding solutions together, please reach out to me at my email at will at williamdparker.com or you can check out the mastermind option at my website. But until next time, hope you have a great week. Thanks for doing what matters and I'll talk to you soon.